Welcome to The Rhythm Reset. This is founder and head coach Alexis Greco, and I am so pumped that you are here today. So today we are in module two. And remember, within the Rhythm Reset program, we will dive deep into the three main foundational components of creating your very own rhythm. And that is personal development, home and business management, and organization and planning. And by the time you have completed the Rhythm Reset, you will have been given the skills necessary to successfully create your own rhythm within your home and your business. Did you know that 80% of people, 80% of people never set personal goals? And research shows if someone lacks goals, they probably also lack motivation. And not having dreams or ambitions, that is a symptom of lacking motivation. So to develop your goals, to develop your dreams, you need to improve your motivation, which is your desire to do something. As entrepreneurs, we can be so busy with the everyday of our lives that the time is far and few between that we will sit down and actually think about our goals. So maybe we attend a company event, a local team training, a super motivating Zoom session, and then what happens? We usually walk away with a goal, with something we want to achieve or do. And for some, the goal that was made was made at the hype, in the hype of the event. And so we go home with a new goal and we quickly realize that the home we come back to it's the same as the one before we attended the event. <laughs> it's the same laundry, the same dishes, the same family, and as we quickly realize, the same client base and the same prospect list. So we push and we push and we push to a goal that we set, quote, in the moment, and we'll stay up until 1, 2 a.m. on a month end to push and push and wake up on the first of the next month with a work hangover, and for some, a goal not met. And for many, the next thought is, I just can't reach my goals or something must be wrong with me. So where do we land about the problem? Was I just not working hard enough? But you know, in your gut, you know for some of those months, you really did give it your all. So what happened? First, I wanna back up a few steps. And before we get clarity on what or how, the goal should be set so that we reach it. We're going to talk about how to be the right person that does the right things so we can reach the goals that we set. So let me set the stage from you. It's two weeks from today. It's the beginning of a new month and you set a goal for your business. Maybe you're in direct sales or social selling and you want to hold X number of parties, add X number of new customers, or bring in X amount of new sales. So naturally, what is the next step? Well, if you want to hold five sessions, then you need to book 10 since half will cancel. And if one out of five people will book with you, then you need to reach out to 50 people, right? Maybe you're building a team and you know that one out of five people that hear your business opportunity will join your team. So if you want to add three people to your team, you need to share the opportunity with 15 people, right? Maybe in the online business world, you know that for every 10 DMs you send, 
one person will respond and will actually take you up on your free quiz or your free opt-in or your free masterclass. And for every five opt-ins, you gain one new client. So it, it seems logical, right? And there is some truth to those numbers we just went through. In fact, we'll come back to that. But before we go on to the strategy of how, it's important that we cover who you need to be in order to achieve that goal. So let's say you are building a team in social selling or direct sales. If your goal is to add five new team members to your team every month, instead of thinking about how many people you have to share the opportunity with, which is important, but what if your main thought became, my goal is to lead people? Your goal is to lead people. So what qualities would you need to embody to become a great leader? Which ones would you need to do? Now, you know we're here for the practical, the meat and potatoes. And so I'm going to run through a few qualities of what it takes to be a great leader. And I want you to give yourself a mental score. One, you totally suck in this area. (laughs) Or 10, you could lead a masterclass of all masterclasses on this topic because you are an expert. How would you rank yourself right now in these areas? of the 10 qualities that it takes to be a great leader. You don't need to show this list to anyone but yourself, but I want you to rank yourself one as the lowest, 10 as the highest. The first area is vision. A great leader has vision. They have the ability to see where the team is going, what the team is capable of, and what it will take to get there. They are able to lift their eyes up from the day to day and see what could be possible in the future. The next area is inspiration. A great leader has inspiration and they can translate that to their team. They're able to maintain a positive yet honest outlook on their current goals. The next area is strategy. A great leader is strategic. This means they have critical thinking skills and a clear understanding of any weak areas and also any opportunities. A great leader is able to course correct if needed to support the team's goals. Next is interpersonal communication. A great leader has incredible interpersonal communication. That means they are able to connect with others in a genuine way. They are great listeners and they build meaningful working relationships with those around them. Next is self-awareness. A great leader has self-awareness. They are able to see their own strengths and flaws, embracing how they work best, knowing that means they won't always fit into the mold of leadership set by someone else. A few more, creativity. A great leader is creative. They are open to new possibilities and ideas and know that while they work in integrity and with honesty, there is no, quote, right way of doing things. They are able to listen and observe and make the best decision for their team. Flexibility. A great leader is flexible. They are able to adapt when the situation calls for it. They embrace the always-changing nature of business 
and meet those challenges with a flexible attitude. So continue to grade yourself one through 10. We have three more. Responsibility. A great leader is responsible. They exemplify dependability and their team members know that they can depend on the leader to do their fair share of the workload. Patience. A great leader is patient. They are able to take on bumps in the road and the key is that they do not get defeated. Patience is essential to strong leadership. And last is continuous improvement. A great leader values continuous improvement. The concept of perfection is a myth and they know that there is always room for improvement. They're willing to support team members in developing their own skills and are able to look inwardly to determine what areas they need to work on personally. So out of those 10 areas, how would you rank yourself as a leader? Whether you have a goal to lead a team or lead a business or lead a company, how would you rate yourself in those 10 areas? Remember, instead of us jumping right into how to create goals, remember, we're going to talk about how to be the right person that does the right things so we can reach the goals we set. One of my very, very favorite reminders to myself is linger longer. I probably say this to my husband probably once a week still at this point. I first heard a variation of that saying at a training where the speaker was encouraging us to linger with the guests before or after an in-home party and just get to know the customers more. And I have found it is so true in so many other areas of life. When you are putting your kids to bed, linger for one to two more minutes and just let them speak and hear what's on their heart. When you're talking with your friends after church, Linger longer and give them space for them to share something happening in their life. I love to share this concept of linger longer because when it comes to learning about how to become the right person that does the right things so you can reach the goals that you want, it's easy to pop off a top 10 list that we just talked about and move on. And so often we believe if we do more, we can have more so we can be more and we can prove to those around us and those watching on the internet that we are more. And that push can take us through life at a warp speed. But let's linger longer here for just a moment longer on the thought of who we need to become first so we do the right things and reach the goals we set. Lingering is like falling in love. Think about the evenings you sat around a table with your husband before you were married or even now as a married woman and talking and laughing instead of rushing to clean up the dishes. What about having some of your best friends over for a meal that it seems to go on for minutes yet it lasted hours? You fall in love with these people around you in the evening that you shared. Likewise, lingering over a sunrise, a good book, a long walk, or a moment of solitude, it can encourage love, love of what you are experiencing, 
love of who you are spending time with, and love of who you are and whose you are. Now, what you're not hearing me say is to love yourself so that you become an idol to yourself. But what if instead of rushing around from one goal to another, month to month, year to year, we lingered around the idea of the person we need to become? Dare I say, the person God created you to be in order to pursue the things he has providentially aligned in your life. Lingering helps you remember what matters most. So what really matters to you? Is it important for you to have vision? Or is is it important to be a person who is inspiring to others? Is it important to you? Does it matter to be strategic in your life? Whether that's the best way to run a six-figure business or the best way to fold laundry for your family. Does it matter to you to have interpersonal communication so you can better connect with others in your life, slowing down enough to actually hear what's going on? When we slow down long enough to discover what really matters to us and we linger there just a little bit longer, we have the ability to become the person who does the things in their life with ease that in turn reaches the goals that they set. Do you see how when you flip it around by not focusing on the goal first, that things align and they begin to make sense? We will continue with this topic on next week's module and I cannot wait to hear what you think about today's. When you have finished listening, if you've gotten to this point, I would love for you to drop your feedback or any questions that you have in the Q&A link. I would love to celebrate you and also answer your questions. Now, after today's content, if at any point in your journey in this Rhythm Reset that you desire additional one-on-one support, me and you on Zoom, just us, Remember that as a client of the Rhythm Reset, you have access to that. That is something I do not offer to the public. So if you are interested in that at any point in your journey, you can always reach out to me via email and I will send you all of the details, the pricing, the availability, what that includes, and we will see if that is a good fit for you. Now with that, we have reached the end of module two. And I want to remind you, you, me, together, we are leaders. And leadership is a blend of character and strategy. People want what you have to offer, my friend. Do not back down. As we enter the marketplace today, remember we commit to be others focused. We commit to challenge the norm. We provide excellence in the mundane, and we go one more. We believe that character matters. We welcome the pivot, and we know that profit is good, but profit used for good is better. And as you go throughout your day, fear not. Look for the big mo. Look for that momentum. And remember, we choose our family over our business. 
as we say here in the South, y'all have a great day.